Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to an Everything Iconic Pop Dive. A Pop Dive episode of Everything Iconic is where we take a break from Bravo and Housewives to talk about a pop culture touchstone. Today, we are talking all about Glee. Glee ran on Fox from 2009 to 2015. I watched every single episode, loved it, and I'm so excited to talk to my guest, Jenna Ushkowitz, who was one of the original cast members on Glee. She, of course, played Tina Cohen-Chang, and she was so sweet to come over. If you haven't heard her podcast, go check it out. It's called Showmance with Kevin McHale, also one of the original Glee cast members. Jenna was so sweet to come over and humor me with all of my crazy Glee questions, so I'm so excited for you to hear my interview with her. Before I play that, I want to say please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. If you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash everything iconic. You click become a patron, you could donate $4 more per month, and you get access to all of the bonus episodes. I'm doing one a month. I just posted a recap of the very first episode of The Ashley Simpson Show from MTV from years ago. It was so, so fun to dive back into that. You can watch that episode of The Ashley Simpson Show on YouTube and then listen to the recap over on Patreon. More importantly, the Patreon support helps to support this podcast, so thank you all of you that are over there. I love you so, so much. If you want one of the t-shirts, the link's in the episode description, and I will leave you with my interview with the lovely and talented Jenna Ashkowitz. I'd like to take over Glee Club. You want to captain the Titanic, too? High school is a caste system. Kids fall into certain slots. Your jocks and your popular kids up in the penthouse. You're sloppy, baby! It's just disgraceful! Where do the Glee kids lie? Sub-basement. We're d- d- doomed. Glee Club needs guys. The only life worth living is one that you're really passionate about. I can't believe you're helping out this loser. Don't you get it, man? You can't win without me and neither can they. Just a small town girl. Living in a lonely world. You might laugh because every time I sign my name, I put a gold star after it. But my gold stars are a metaphor for me being a star. Just a city boy. You stole my quarterback. Born and raised in South I don't want to be the guy that just drives around throwing eggs at people. That was you? Part of something special makes you special, right? Let your little Glee kids have their club, but don't pretend any of them are something they're not. I was always obsessed with Glee. I loved it. And here we have one of the original Glee cast members, Jenna Ushkowitz. Excuse me, I have a little bit of a cold. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm, so do, I feel like I'm coming. I've got like a wrath this morning. Right, it could right. have just been the beer last night. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Good morning. <laughs> I'm so excited. So Glee ran from 2009 to 2015. It was such a product of its time. I came out in 2009. Wow. And I look back on that time and I think about how the culture was, and it felt like such a safe time to come out. 
uh, particularly, I, I mean, with with Obama as president, and then shortly thereafter in 2013, gay marriage became legal. Right. And I remember connecting with my dad with Glee. Like, we would text each other because I was living Aww. in Chicago at the time. And I would text and he would say, like, did you watch this week or something? Yeah. And it was like one of the few, like, I always say pop culture unites us in ways yeah. that we don't expect. Totally. And Glee was like one of these things that everyone was watching at the time. Yeah. And it was like uh, <laughs> my dad and I would text about it. And he would he would say, oh, did you see like Kurt's dad? I don't know, which sounds cheesy, but it was no, like. No, that's exactly what I thought of, though. You know, yeah. like Kurt in the basement with his dad. And it's just so sweet. And I think um, there's so many universal themes in like that Glee touched upon. And um Music itself is such a universal language that everybody can, you know, connect to as well, like uh, with each other on. So um, I, I feel like we didn't realize what was happening because we were in this bubble shooting on Paramount Pictures every day and like didn't get to really feel it until we would go out into the world like on our hiatus or we would go travel internationally. And, and then we would really feel it and we would understand like the gravity of what we were doing was not only making people laugh every week, but like also really saving lives at the same time. I mean, and listen, we're not brain surgeons, but like there, there's something really compelling to me about connection over pop culture as well. I'm a huge TV junkie. And, um, if there's nothing else to talk about, it's like, what are you watching right right now? (laughs) Right. I mean, still with my parents, I mean, to this day, sometimes we're not able to connect as well as I would like to, but it's like, I can talk about whatever we're watching. Exactly. What do you watch? What do you like? Oh my God, what do I don't watch? Do you watch any reality TV or is it mostly scripted? Yeah, I don't watch. I'm a big Bachelor, Bachelorette fan, Bachelor in Paradise. Like, I do all of those. Um, I'm not a huge Real Housewives uh, like fan. I I find people do one or the other. It's like Bachelor Nation or Bravo. There's so much time. There's so many Housewives. I did at one point watch New York, Housewives of New York and Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, Did any of them ever guest star on Glee? I don't remember. Lisa Rinna. Rinna. And um, Henry, Harry, her husband. Harry Harry Hamlin, yeah. Yes, Harry Hamlin. Um, They were great. Yeah. Or Harry did and Lisa came along. And then I knew Lisa because I only watched a little bit of Housewives, but I was like, I know her. And then I was like, there's my in. So we, we chatted further and she's super, super sweet. Um, and then Jill Zarin and I became friends through um, this guy oh, I was kind I, of I, dating. I, yes. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> these hilarious. are Jill Zarin rugs in the home. I just got yes, these rugs over yes. here. <laughs> they look great. I uh, love it. Did you, uh, with the culture, how it is now, do you think Lee could have been it could be made today or do you think it could be as successful as it was in 2009 uh, that's a really good question nobody's ever asked me that before um so it's a weird time we're living in now and it yeah. felt like i i mentioned it felt like a safe space back in 2009 and i look at how our society is now and i don't know if i was coming out now if it, if i would have the felt same like a fact yeah if that makes sense no no totally um i think it did something in the time. And then we kind of took like 20 steps backwards, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it, it might have actually had the same impact now for kids in a, say, in a time that didn't, didn't feel as safe. Because like, I feel like back then also, we had a lot of people reach out and say like, I didn't feel safe like, like you did, you mm-hmm. know? And so I feel like um, the times when it doesn't feel the most safe to have something to cling on to likely is, is important yeah, and, and could be. Yeah. yeah. So 
possibly. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> I read in my research that there was a time where you guys were doing the Oprah show and then you were <laughs> with the president, right? It was like right it back to back weekend. or something. Like, what was that like? Like, that's <laughs> yes. crazy. Do you do anything like that's fucking crazy, Jenna? No, <laughs> it's no. Crazy. It's actually, it's like one of the best weekends of my life. I mean, and like, hands down, it would be the best weekend of most people's yeah. lives. Um, I remember. We we had to do such cool stuff, but like Oprah was one. We were like, we're doing Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. Um, and was to it hear at the her, end too? It must have been at yes, the end. Yes, it was at like the very end. So like to hear her say our names, like Jen Oshkowitz, I was like, I peed my pants. Yeah. Um, a moment. It was a moment. <laughs> and um, it was the same weekend we were going to do the Easter egg roll on the White House lawn. And we had like a set that we, you know, we're going to sing and do. And um, Michelle and the girls actually were the big Glee fans, apparently. And so we were, dan- you know, on the stage and we're like, the president's not going to show up to this. Like, this is for everybody else, right? And all of a sudden we see like all these security guards and Michelle and, and the two girls come down and... um we were singing and dancing and like all of us were just like staring because they were in like the front pit that nobody else was allowed in and dancing and singing to like somebody, like somebody to love. And I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've <laughs> ever experienced. Um, but it was so cool. Like, I don't know which one was better. Yeah. And then we watched Amber sing. Honestly, like yeah. royalty. Like, come back. Yeah. Um, we had Amber on the the White House balcony and she sang the national anthem and like oh. opened the entire thing. And we're all standing below her, like just crying like at the national anthem. It was so epic and I will never forget it. When you look back <laughs> at that time, were you exhausted? Because you guys must have been working constantly. Yeah, we were exhausted. There yeah. were times where we could stop and say like, wow, look what we're doing. Kind of like that weekend was a big impact for us. But otherwise, like I, I always say, I wish we could do, we could have done the tour again at another time Mm -hmm. because I would have enjoyed it more. I enjoyed every night on stage. I enjoyed connecting with our fans. I enjoyed performing the shit out of it, but doing the tour after, um, an entire season. When was the tour? It was after season one or two. Uh, it was after three, two or three. It was, I think it was two between two and three. And, um, my memory is like, Oh, I mean, they were, they all just kind of meshed together. You guys were doing so much, but we did the first tour after the first season, um, the full first season. And that was Phoenix, New York and California. And that one, I was like, totally doable. Great. And then we did another 10 uh, months of a season. And then we went out on tour and they're like, we're going to do 16 cities this time. And we were like, cool. Like that sounds fun. But in, when you're in it, it's like, you know, perform, perform two nights in a row. Then you get on a plane and then you get to a hotel and then you sleep and then you do it again. And like, listen, we were living pretty cushy. It wasn't like a tour on Broadway where like, you know what I mean? You're like scrapping. It was the best hotels and every, we were really taken care of, but, um, it was, but it's exhausting. exhausting. Do you feel that you weren't able to really complain because it's almost like you dream of this stuff your whole life, right? And then all of a sudden it's like your schedule is going crazy and you feel like you can't say, Oh, I'm tired or I'm overworked. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to do. No, it's so true. It's funny because like the, the super glee day, what we would call a super glee day 
is like you go into my hair and makeup when you get there, you rehearse a scene, you do a scene, um, you go to a fitting and then at lunch, they take you to the recording studio and you record a song and then you come back and you like stuff the lunch in your mouth and go back to work. And then after work, um, after finish shooting, you go and you do dance rehearsal. That's like the super glee day. Um, those didn't happen like incredibly often for some people, but like they happened often enough. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I feel like coming from Broadway, coming from, we were all so young. None of us really had done this before at this caliber or like with this kind of schedule. Um, and, and so it was really difficult because you're always taught as an actor to like show up on time and don't complain and be a team player. Um, and I've been doing this since I was a kid. So that's really what was ingrained in my brain. And so, uh, yeah. And even if we were complaining on like which Twitter was happening right at the time Glee was like blowing up, we were able to like speak our minds to more people than we mm. even were in, you know, their living rooms. And that was like really tough when people would be like, how dare you complain? I would dream to be here. And you're like, but you really don't know how hard it is. And once you're there, once it's, you're in it. I mean, and listen, we're, it doesn't mean we're not appreciative, right. but like wherever you are in your life, you're allowed to complain mm-hmm. and you're allowed to like go totally. through things, you know? Totally. So yeah, so we definitely did feel like there was something hanging over our heads that was like, you're so lucky, you're so lucky. But at the same time, like that's why we were all so very close uh-huh. is because like, we could complain to each other and we'd all understand exactly what we were going through. Yeah. I was watching that Oprah interview and <laughs> I noticed it was, I forget who it was. One of the cast members almost started to complain and then say, well, no, it was great. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I could tell, I thought, oh man, this seems like it would be mental gymnastics because totally. I know, I mean, I don't know, no, but yeah. I mean, I could imagine how exhausting you guys all were. And then you're on Oprah and it's like, you can't say, no, I'm working 16 hour days and exactly. and then I'm, I get no time to sleep and then I you know, have it's to so drive true. an hour to get home and then yep. up the next morning. And it's like, you, yeah. you could tell that it was exhausting. How do you, how do you um, maintain your mental health through all of that? Well, or even we were, your physical health? here's the thing. We were, ki- we were much younger at the time. I've learned a lot since then. And obviously, and I learned a lot during that whole process. Um, you know, the important thing was for us, like remembering, like, you like keeping each other grounded was a big part of it as well. It's like, this isn't going to last forever. This is really special. Um, so we should try and appreciate as much as we can out of it and appreciate the time that we have to see each other every day. Um, and also like, listen, we were doing just fine. I was getting paid. Mm -hmm. I was working. Like I could go get a massage on the weekends. I could go like the Korean spa with all the girls. Like we like to, um, on the time off that we had and we were younger at the time, like I said, so even after work, like after a 10 hour day, we'd be like, let's go back to somebody's house, have some wine and like just talk about absolutely nothing. And that was, um, that was really vital for us to have a relationship in work and and then also outside of work. And like, for me, it's also like working out and, you know, now obviously like I work out a lot more and I have a more regimented schedule. And like, I know when I need my alone time, whereas like when I was a kid, I didn't need as much of that. So how old were you when Glee started? 23. Yeah. That's young. Yeah. I mean, Chris Colfer was 18. Wow. And so like everybody was pretty young. All the girls were right around 23. And that was such a cash cow. Did you guys have good contracts? Maybe that's an inappropriate question, but were they, um, they were fine. Yeah, they were fine. You know, for the, um, uh, the things that I've heard, it's funny because like you compare yourself to like the friends and it's always like, 
no, <laughs> we didn't have that kind of contract. Yeah. There was just 18 of us. Yeah. It was a huge cast. Yeah. And so like we were, listen, at 23 years old, was I was great. doing just fine. Yeah. Um, but, and also like, you don't think about this as well for people in the industry. Like, you know, you get residuals when every time things play and then also like you get music residuals too. So like it's, it's, it's still a pretty good deal, but like, yeah, we're not making friends millions. money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or Big Bang money. <laughs> when uh, yeah, when you were uh, when the show was starting out and you guys were doing all of these interviews in this press, did they media train you guys? Like, or was that a thing? Um, you know, we had one meeting. Um, Fox did actually. I think legally they have to, but yeah. like they put us in a room. They told us how to handle ourselves. Like, if somebody came up to us that was inappropriate, they they didn't do a ton. Like on tour, we had to kind of create our own media training and our own like protective bubble like um but they they didn't say like you can't say this you can't say that but if we said something then they'd say why'd you say and that? then we would get like a little slap on the wrist yeah. and be like you know maybe we don't want to say that but they couldn't really because we were such a juggernaut that like they didn't really want to mess with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but we did get like media trained in the sense of like how to deal with like um giving autographs and things like that and you know going through the airports and security and more protective than mm -hmm. how to present the show. And that was around the time of cell phones being mm -hmm. um, cameras. Oh, yeah. And so you probably had to constantly take photos, right? Um, I don't know why I'm asking you all of what these do you like, mean? media questions. What do you mean? Like, take photos? Like everyone, when you're walking through the airport, everyone's like, let's take a, a selfie. Oh, yeah. Right? That, it was that's brutal. Like the beginning of the Yes. No, no, no. A hundred percent. You're totally right. Yes. That was crazy. As well as like the eBayers and the uh -huh. the guys with the glossy photos, the eight by tens, and they'll have like 10 of them for you in like oh 10 God. different outfits. And I'm like, how did you find these? And then apparently, fun fact... Um, blue Sharpie, if they want you to sign them, they sign them and then they put them on eBay to sell. And I'm like, I'm not signing these. These aren't for if you. If it's a blue Sharpie. So if it's a blue Sharpie, they can lift your signature and put it on something else. If it's black, you can or oh silver, you can't. So I'd be like, no, I don't sign with blue. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even know that. No, it's I'm crazy. It's, it's some like weird thing that you wouldn't really know until like right. you come in contact with these crazy uh, eBayers. That's horrible. And it's like, I would be like, and who's this for? Yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, I only signed with black pen. And then they'd be like, oh, and I'll be like, oh, just one. And like, it's just, I don't want to be rude. You don't want to be crazy. Yeah, but like, you don't want to, someone making like, all this money and ripping people off. I know, ripping yes. young kids who want the autograph off exactly. on eBay. That's Exactly. It's gnarly. You perform so many songs on there. True Colors, Shake It Out, Celine Dion. Uh, my favorite was your version of Hung Up. When you got to put on the Madonna outfit, like it was so great. <laughs> what? What was your favorite? I'm sure you've answered this question a million times. This is funny. Hung up was like was so good. I feel like it was like later in the seasons where like Tina finally like she got to like a little bit more of her own moment and time, and so hung up was really really fun for me. Um, and like the quick costume change. Um. I also really liked doing dog days with Amber. Mm, that was yeah, probably yeah. my other favorite. And um, fun fact that I've think, I don't think anybody knows, um, Shake It Out, you know, for Beast's episode, which was like a really sweet number, I think, and a really great episode. Um, yeah, I love the Glee version of it. We were doing another song. We recorded another song, and the artist apparently, if I remember this correctly, didn't like the cut of it or like uh -huh. the way it was produced. and and took it away. <gasps> what was and the song? So, um, love the way you lie. 
Oh, interesting. And it's a good rendition. Oh my God, where is it, Jenna? I need it. <laughs> I need it. Do you have it? Do you guys Nobody have copies of all of these? has it. <laughs> Maybe just me. Maybe. Oh my God, please send it to me. <laughs> I'm dying. No, it's so great. It's just, um, there's like a couple of numbers that like, Got, I think that was one of the very few that got cut and then Shake It Out came later. And I'm really glad it did because it became like... It was amazing. It's like yeah. such a cool version of it. Are there other songs not done by you that you think the Glee versions are maybe better than the oh. original? Because I think there are a few that are better. I think Wide Awake by with the Katy Perry song totally. I think is better than the original. And but, I love Katy Perry, but... No, totally. I mean, you know, I've never really thought about that. Um, anything Kevin or Amber did, I always was like... This is really great. Um, Kevin's Never Going Back Again is one of my favorites. Mm. Um, I think his safety dance is actually better, but maybe that's because of the visuals. Mm. Um, It's hard to be like somebody to love. It's like not because, you know what I mean? Like these are iconic (laughs) songs. Um, But I do agree with Wide Awake. Yeah, Wide Awake is better. I uh, wonder, was there any songs that you didn't want to do? I know a lot of fans and people think that Gangnam Style is sort of the Ugh, low point, right? because Ryan said that. <laughs> Did he say that? And also, like, it just hurts my soul, not because I like Gangnam Style. It's because it took me forever to do that. I don't know. Because it was a hard number. You had a lot of choreography. Yeah. Well, Okay. Number one, let's just break this down. I'm Korean, but I was like adopted into a family in New York, like Long Island. I don't speak Korean. Korean is one of the hardest languages to learn. And to learn just a song was so incredibly difficult. It's probably one of the hardest things I've ever done in my entire life. And um, and then I got into the recording studio and there was somebody else, somebody different who taught than who taught me the song and their um, pronunciation and the way they enunciate some of the things was completely different than the way I learned it. So I was in the studio like breaking down and it took three hours. Now a normal like song, you know, not a huge solo, like a Rachel Berry solo, but like a regular song would take us like maybe 30 minutes. This took three hours. Um, it's one of the worst ones. Yeah, for sure. And just the way it was, you know, because Marley passes out in it, right? It was just like a such a weird number and it was wrong of us to do. But like... Everything's ugh. moving so fast, though. It's like, how do you really know at the time that it's wrong to do? Because like, I'm sure there were storylines that everyone looks back on and thinks, like, why did we do that? 100%. <laughs> like, I mean, already like, with the legs. Already with the legs was just like, what? Okay, why? Tiny Tim. Did you guys, but in that moment, do you think, like, why the fuck are we doing this? Yes, 100%. Okay, yeah, so you Absolutely. guys are all talking, like, what's going Oh, yeah, yeah. We're like, really? I have to do this? I have to fall in love with Blaine and then rub vapor <laughs> rub like, on his chest and straddle him while he's sleeping? It was a moment. Yeah. And it wasn't a moment that I didn't want to happen. (laughs) So did you say like, why are you said, what are we doing this for? Let's stop. No, you're not in charge of it. (laughs) Exactly. Like we can't go to the writers unless we really have a problem. Like, you know, like it, and most of their answers would be like, it's the sincerest form of flattery. So like, just take it and roll with it. And like, really, we had no control over the writing at all. So, um, until they started like kind of writing, true to life a little bit Mm. and um that i mean 
I guess I'll take that as some sincerest form of flattery. <laughs> in the finale, you and Artie made a pact. Do you think Artie and Tina would be together today? Okay. Well, let's you, first yeah. talk about this pact. Okay. Because this pact was if they're not married by 30. I know. I know. You guys. Jenna, I know. Have you seen my best friend's wedding where they yes. make a pact for 28? You guys. What's going on? And granted, that was maybe written, what, what was that? Early, 90s, early. It was yeah, early, yeah, exactly. Like late 90s, early 2000s. So like, fine. I think times were different. But like 30, I look at Kevin now and we're, we've talked about this. We're like, okay. Because we're both over 30 now. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is a joke. Um, yeah, I do think Tina and Artie would have still been together though. Yeah. Uh, is there any talk of a reboot? Would you do a reboot? <laughs> I feel like everything's rebooted these days. Well, the- that's the thing. But here's the funny. Okay. So like Beverly Hills just had a reboot, right? Mm-hmm. And Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. I watched it. I it was very it. bizarre. Was it? Yeah. Well, it's like heightened versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. It's not what I think some people were expecting, right? right? I sort of liked it in a weird way, but it totally. was very I'm all bizarre. For it. Yeah, I'm it all was for very, it. very weird. Um, everything's being rebooted, right? So here's the thing, though. Like, a Gossip Girl, I think it's too soon. Ugly, I think it's too soon because it wasn't... It's like the 10-year rule, right? Things pop back around. But our 10-year rules, since we aired, not since we finished like if it was like 10 years from 2015 2025 sure maybe like i'd be curious where they're all at but like right now you still see all of us so much it's like no no glee yeah, reboot let's take yet. a breather yeah exactly i would like it if i like these shows what i love about the beverly hills reboot is that they're doing six episodes mm-hmm. and then they'll go away and maybe they'll come back for another six we'll or see something if it like does that. well <laughs> like i love the idea of just let's do six little episodes yeah I would love Glee to do something like that. Let's put on Netflix six episodes. Like a Gilmore Girls, like the seasons. Totally. I'm all about that. You know, I don't want everyone doing like 24 episodes or what were you guys doing at the time? Yeah, 22, 23. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm all about that like short form kind of like, let's do four, let's do six. I I would actually be interested if it was done well and done differently than like just trying to be what it was, you know? Uh, Do you imagine a reboot being set in McKinley or do you think it should follow new kids or... And that's a crazy question. It's a really crazy question. Well, here's the reality about it. When I watch a show and I've seen an original cast go from, you know, beginning to end, like, I want to know where they are. I don't mm-hmm. want to see a new class again, like Saved by the Bell. It was not my favorite. Right. So, like, I would want to know if you want to add in new characters, younger characters, you want to do, like, add that in for Spice, great. But you got to go back to the originals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would want to see where, like, Art is and, like, Blaine, right. you know? Right. <laughs> now, when we're young, we all have fights with people, and there's always been these rumors <laughs> of feuds on the Glee set. I'm obsessed with like the Leah Michelle Naya Rivera of it all. Like, I'm so endlessly fascinated by that. But were there f- were the fights behind the scenes as bad as like the rumors report, or was it? What I mean, like, what were the rumors? Well, so I mean, Naya Rivera even she wrote in her book, right? She claimed that Leah didn't like to share the spotlight. And she said her and Leah didn't talk for all of season six. <laughs> Did you read her book? I don't even remember that. No, it's sitting on my coffee table. Yeah. Um, Do you I remember them not talking? <laughs> I mean, like, maybe. I, yeah. I don't even know that I was paying attention that much, to right. be honest. Like, I was like, get me in here, let me do my work, and go the F home. Yeah. Um, I don't think the rumors were ever as true as people wanted them to. To mm-hmm. be in some sense, like, I don't think it was ever that heightened. There was no, like, massive, like, fights on set that I remember, at least. Right. Um, we all fought. Yeah, like, some people, yeah, like, you're young. you were a family, too. Mm-hmm. You spend 
365 days together except for the weekends like Mm -hmm. and sometimes most of us would spend the weekends together um and kevin and i lived together so like yeah you know you're gonna fight and you're gonna argue and it's like poking the beast a little bit everybody knew how to push each other's buttons just right um when we wanted to but it was actually like easier to get along and be friends than not and so when there was drama it'd be like everybody's like i am exhausted like this Mm -hmm. is annoying cut it out cut it out cut it out um or you just like stay away from it and you go to the other group um so no i don't think it was ever as as much like i remember a a tabloid coming out in the height of things like uh us like glee kids gone wild because we had like gone out one night to a bar you're like it's like you're over 21 you guys relax like just like shaking off some steam um and then there was another really funny rumor that i remember um when leah and i were uh living like we were pretty much neighbors and this was like season one or two and we were both pescatarians at the time and there was this thing where it was like a photo of us on set and it was in one of the little bubbles on like us weekly on the corner and it said Lee and jenna seen like housing down barbecue and meat <laughs> and even though they say they're vegetarians and i was like oh okay God. you guys Let's really do we have nothing else to report about and like a false accusation i was we were dying laughing it's I, just ridiculous i also think it's tough with the tabloids and the rumor mill and everything because they're always so much tougher on the women and it's so frustrating because Absolutely. it seems like all of the things that i remember from that time it was always like naya versus leah yep. or the women versus like, or even when kate hudson was on there was like uh leah versus kate hudson and it was never Crazy. like the guys like kevin versus totally whoever. totally they're always harder on the women it's just so frustrating it is frustrating because it's like i mean but it's the age-old thing where it's like we love to see women like tear each other down and that's where this change is happening like where we're really trying to like lift each other up like even like hannah brown and like got compared to Gigi Hadid the other Mm -hmm. day and she like put on Instagram was like hey how about like if you want to follow me like don't compare me to other people and thanks so much like let's raise each other up so um it was really annoying because in reality on set it was actually a really happy set we were singing and dancing like making like that's all it was and we were all pretty good friends like it's not that complicated it's not that complicated although I will I do really want a season of feud about the Glee set. <laughs> I feel like that's what we need. I bet there was stuff. Maybe I feel like there must have been with so many cast members. There was probably good stuff going on. Maybe that you were just working and it was like, I, I mean, don't I'm sure there was good stuff. I don't know enough for a whole season, right. but like, yeah, we sure. could watch a six episode on that. Probably, right? <laughs> I don't know that it was even worth six. I don't even know that it was worth six. <laughs> just a TV movie. <laughs> yes. A lifetime. Was there, you mentioned, I love the way you lie was cut because of the artist. Was there anything for music rights that you guys really wanted to do that you just couldn't get? Was there a dream song that you were like, oh, I really want that? Honestly, I know this sounds really bad. Like we were pretty much given anything we wanted. And like at some point, like, I mean, we did what Billy Joel was like a dream of mine. We did Michael Jackson's Thriller. We did like Queen. We did Bohemian Rhapsody. We did like, we got everything we got beyonce we got rihanna we got lady gaga we got Katy perry we had um did we do any taylor swift do you remember i I think you did yeah um didn't you do uh, yeah i think you did shake it off i know you did mine yeah Um, i remember mine which is a taylor swift song that's right yeah i mean 
uh, I don't think there was any Mariah Carey because I'm a huge Mariah uh, fan, and I don't know Mariah. that. I don't know that the only person were. that could. We did all I want for Christmas is you. Oh, yeah. We did Amber. I, uh, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Like the only people who could really do Mariah was Amber or maybe Naya, but like I don't want to hear anybody else do that. Right. Um. I, I mean, Celine. We did a lot of Celine. Um. We weren't able to get Kings of Leon. Oh, interesting. I don't know why. And like, here's the thing. Like, listen, it's your music. Yeah. I don't. Really yeah, care. Like, you don't want respect. It. It's yeah. fine. Right. Um, but I do remember that was one of the few that like was in the script and then like taken out. And it wasn't because of like, oh, it didn't fit into the storyline or somebody else, you know what I mean, didn't yeah. want to do it. They just said no. Yeah. You had so many guest stars on the show. I wanted to run through a list and just say okay. your first thing that comes to mind or Ooh. a story, whatever. Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, she's so rad. She was the coolest. Um, I remember she was so nice. She gave like everybody gifts on the last day of like wrapped in like a hand, like personalized note. And she was so, we did like uh singing in the rain and like, everybody's like, ew, all this water. And she's not complaining at all. And we were like, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like she's in on the joke of herself, you know, like the goop thing. she gets it. And I like that. A hundred percent. Adina Menzel. Um, Did I didn't, you work with her at all? I didn't get no. to work with Adina. It was mostly Leah and Diana who got to work with her, but I remember By the way, why hasn't Leah been cast in the Wicked movie yet? When is that happening? I know, I, I know. It. I just feel like they're going to go much younger, and that's really sad because we're not that old. But like, right, no, do you I'm know what I mean? I feel like they're I going want... like Deb Cameron age, mm-hmm. which uh, makes sense, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Leah is not look old at all. Let's put her in the fucking no, movie. No, put her in the movie. That's all we want. Um... Uh, 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 Adina, I remember though, like I was a huge, huge fan and, um, she brought her kid and I remember, um, being like, oh my God, she really does look like Leah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They look Mom and exactly like her. Or sisters, I guess. In reality. What about Lindsay Lohan? Ugh. Is she a mess? A hot mess? Probably. <laughs> I'd imagine. I'll speak for you. I'd imagine she is tough. I didn't work with her at all, but I do remember... Ugh, maybe this is too much. I remember, Never. like, nobody's really ever late to set. Like, we show up, even mm-hmm. when we're tired. And so when a guest star shows up late, we're like, nah, that's yeah. not cool. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, a few minutes. It was a while. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, it's like, she's been giving so many opportunities, and it's like, everyone's rooting for you. I know. So then well, you the should be professional. Girl, it's all about being raised correctly, yeah. and she's been surrounded by so many yes people for so long, and then, like, brought so far down into the pits, and, mm-hmm. like, I feel like there's something innately in her now that just is, it cannot, like, it get it changed. back together, right? right? Like, just somebody help her. Yeah, help her. SOS, Carol Burnett. <laughs> we love Carol Burnett. Oh, I mean, I what an icon. Do you think about this list of people and just be like, holy what? shit, like, like well, Carol Burnett was on our show. That's the thing. I love Carol. I got to see her from far afar. We went down to set because when Jane and her were doing their number together, and I remember being like, it's Carol. But like some of these like people, you're like, you didn't watch Glee, right? You don't watch Glee. You were just asked to be, because you're a star and you're asked mm-hmm. to come on the show. Like you have no idea who the F we are. So like we'd be like, I'd be like nervous to like go up and say hi. Because yeah. I'm like, you don't know. It's fine. Yeah, don't worry about it's it. Carol Burnett. Yes. She doesn't have time to watch Glee. Uh, legend. Matt Bomer. Was he just so pretty? Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And just the sweetest. I saw him at a Target once and I was ready to risk it all. Jenna, <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to leave my boyfriend. I mean, aren't we all yeah. ready to risk it all for Matt Bomer? Uh, Kristen Chenoweth. <laughs> my favorite. She was our first guest star. So like big guest star. So I remember the first day we heard about it, Chris Colfer and I were like, the most excited 
And she was coming up to rehearse. Um, what was the song? Uh, la- his last name or whatever. The Carrie. Oh yeah, Underwood. Carrie Underwood song. Last, and, I hate that I remember all of this. Uh, I know. And we were we were doing the dance, and then I remember like somebody was like, "You have to give us like." A pa- like a word to like a code word to let us know when she's walking in because like Chris and I might actually faint and so the word was cupcake so when she walked in they were like cupcake cupcake and me and Chris were like holding hands and like trembling and she was the sweetest and nicest and now like she's one of our like greatest friends yeah. so oh I love that Neil Patrick Harris oh he was awesome too his episode was really great because his episode was a big episode for Kevin and I uh, for Tina and Arnie and then also a big episode because we had Joss Whedon guest directing, which like at that point, like I'm an idiot. I didn't really understand who Joss Whedon was until like after the fact, but like he was the coolest, the best director and like just the most kind because we were still like learning a lot at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, Kevin and I were like, what's this thing called acting? You know? So it was, it was um, a big episode, but I remember Neil and Matt like getting along really, really well. And I think Neil won an Emmy, didn't he? Or he did, didn't he? Or not? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Something. Uh, Britney Spears. Oh my God. Um, Britney was, so Ryan knew that Heather, me and Kevin like were the biggest Britney fans on the set so when she came on the set everybody had to wear wristbands so that they knew like who was glee crew and who was britney crew and so that way there was nobody like sneaking on set to find her and um she came in like the room and rehearsed with us like in her her script like her one line that she had was like in an email like a yahoo email you know when you print it oh out like God. the yahoo email that she had and we were reading with her and i remember being like of course she has a yahoo I, email and like, of course she has, yeah. It's Brittany B. Spears. Yeah, yeah she's got it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And Kevin and I, um, I remember the night before we were at our house and I remember being like, I don't think I can meet her, Kevin. Like, it's like, don't meet your heroes, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't think I can meet her. He's like, well, either way, you're going to have to meet her. So like, it's happening. Figure it out. Um, It was so epic. I mean, she was my idol growing up. So, <laughs> What do you make of her now? I mean, obviously, I'm sure you've seen some of the Instagram stuff. It's my favorite. Yeah, it's my absolute <laughs> favorite. You know what? Stay true to who you are. I know. <laughs> Stay true to who right. you are. Right. I just love it. Yeah. I can't look away. <laughs> it must be exhausting, though, to go everywhere to do a guest spot. I had Allison Hannigan on, who was on How I Met Your Mother. Yes. And she was so telling many. me when Britney Spears did that show, mm-hmm. how there were helicopters outside of the set. And like, oh, no way. It was like, because that was her first thing post all of the turmoil right. stuff. And she was saying just how it seemed like no one could really get to Britney because she had just. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, she had like a full trailer with like blinds up, basically like life size blinds up around it. And like, we were on a lot. So it's pretty secure. Like, nobody's mm-hmm. getting in around, like, unless they have a pass. Um, it was pretty wild. I mean, she had a million people around her and a million people in video village. And like, I can't imagine uh, with her, how that, what that does to your sanity as a human, like not having alone time or not having like, and then if their people are gone, like where, how do you feel protected? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that would really mess, like, mess with me. Yeah, and just the thoughts when you are alone. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's sad. Uh, Gloria Estefan. I love Gloria Estefan. Gloria. Rhythm's gonna get you. So, I... She played Naya's m- mother. Mother? Mother. Or aunt. Maybe it was mother. Aunt. Was it aunt? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Um, <laughs> that was later on, right? Yeah. That was, like, when I was, like, checked out. See right. you later. Um, I didn't meet her. Yeah. 
But I mean, I love her. <laughs> were you there when Sarah Jessica Parker? <laughs> yes, but they were in New York. They were in New York. So yeah. we were we were not with her at all. But apparently, she was the coolest and like. She's Garrett Bradshaw. I mean, like, how do you not, how are you not cool? Do you have a favorite memory from the overall experience, whether it be an, uh, an episode scene or just something like is Obama or what's your the um, thing that you look back on and you're just so, it makes you feel good. The thing I look back on that makes me feel the best is I remember um, we were in the auditorium um, not our auditorium uh, in New York for upfronts, which is when we show Fox shows, all the advertisers, what the shows are coming up and, you know, want to place their ads. And they had us perform for the first time. And uh, it was like the first year. And um, I remember sitting in the stage, like after like doing our staging rehearsal and they put on the screen, the promo video that we had shot like a couple, like a month back and they had cut it together with somebody to love. It was the first one. Um, and it's still on YouTube. And it, just made me like I burst into tears and everybody was la Ryan was laughing at me They're like why are you crying it was just the coolest thing like it was the coolest thing I'd ever been a part of it was the coolest thing that like um I cared so much about and I remember seeing us all up there and I was like this is so cool and then performing somebody to love is the first time the 13 of us had actually ever performed live together like mm -hmm. we'd shot it we've been shooting a bunch of stuff and rehearsing a lot together but like to perform live together like coming from theater that's when it like click for me i was like oh wow this is really yeah. really cool and this that was like deal. the that like solidified everything for me we have to take a quick break here but we're gonna come back and i have some pop culture questions for you Ah, oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic shopify s-h-o-p-i-f-y.com slash everything iconic this show is sponsored by better help and we all carry around different stressors both big and small sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because i cannot stop thinking about them when i'm trying to sleep or when i'm trying to go about my day i keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively now therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff and if you've never benefited from therapy i think it's time you explore i think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist it's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
All you got to do is fill out this quick brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everything iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash everything iconic. You're obviously from Glee, but you've also been on Broadway in The King and I and Waitress. Mm-hmm. You executive produced the documentary Twinsters. You founded Kindred. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I was, I, I always love talking about charity work and stuff like that. So tell yeah. me about that. Yeah, well, it all kind of stemmed from um, the Twinsters documentary. And for people who don't know, my best friend Sam, she was a Korean adoptee as well. And... um she found out that she was separated at birth and had an adoptee in um, a sister twin in Paris. So we documented the whole thing and we got to see the meeting and we started some Kickstarters to for post production and the outreach of adoptees looking for you know someone to connect to and um, someone to talk to and share their story with was like overwhelming. So Sam and I felt like compelled to start something that could help these adoptees find places to go, people to connect to, including us. You know, there, there's so many adoption agencies out there, so many adopting, um, you know, nonprofits out there, but they're all for like adopting mm. instead of the adoptee. So we definitely felt like, you know, we wanted to bring something different to the table and, you know, who better than to, two adoptees from Korea. Right. Um, it's slightly dormant at the moment just because uh, right. leading a nonprofit is a full-time job and right. that's neither of our first time, you know, full-time jobs. So, but yeah, that, that was kindred. That's amazing. <laughs> Now, I want to end this with some pop culture questions I ask everyone. Great. So just a, a few quick questions. What's your all-time favorite movie? <sighs> I know this is a little funny and cliche, but um, Dirty Dancing. No, it's a classic. I love Are it. you a rom-com fan? I am. I am. Yeah. I love rom-com. Yeah. Dirty <laughs> Dancing is such a classic. I mean, is there anything better? No. No, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jessica or Ashley Simpson? I mean, Ashley's album. Um, what's that old album that she Autobiography, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> Ran that into the ground. But I have to say Jessica, because she's who I grew up with. Yeah, yeah. Brittany or Christina? Brittany. Brittany. Uh, Favorite Mariah Carey song? I mentioned that. Um, My God. You have to pick one. No, I know. It's very hard. Because, like, Daydream. Uh, I love um, that whole album. Like, uh, or Daydream. Always be my baby, obviously. Dream lover. lover. I mean, the music box album though too. When I, uh, when I see you, when I saw you, Uh, when when I saw you. Oh my god, that's beautiful. What do they call Marit? Lambs? Lambs. Lamely. <laughs> I just I did see her at the Beacon Theater in New York for her Christmas show, oh, like fun. pretty recently, and it was epic. Did you have an AOL screen name when you were growing up? I did. I had many. Um the the first one that they suggested for me, which was like really weird that I took, was Batbin. <laughs> and then when I was able to Batbin, why? Bat <laughs> I, I don't know. Um when I was able to, people call me in school, Juju B four two eight. Uh 
Yes. Yes. Did you have you seen that show Pen Fifteen? There's yes. like a whole instant messenger episode oh, I that's brilliant. Seen oh, that one yet? It's so so good. <laughs> uh, if you were choosing for People Magazine Sexiest Man Alive, who would you choose? Uh, um, Chris Hemsworth. Ah. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got so excited. <laughs> tell, tell me about Showmance, your podcast with Kevin from Glee, Kevin McHale. Yeah, Showmance is all about um, mining Kevin's Showmance, and we bring on other guests who have Showmance, you know, whether in like work or in life or met through, you know, whatever it is. But we just like to kind of feature people who have had uh, experiences and relationships working together. And we give wedding advice because. You know, we're winning experts, obviously. And uh, yeah, we just tell funny stories from Glee and from our friendship and living together and all that fun stuff. And Is it fun working with him because you guys have such a rapport now? You've been yeah, with so I long. mean, like we were somebody brought this and was like, do you guys want to do a podcast? And we were like, before we even came up with the the concept, we were like, yeah, absolutely. We've been waiting to do something together. And, you know, we say we like we're going to put it in our contracts forever to work together. Um it's just like hire your friends, work with yeah. your friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, and we it's produced it. by the Lady Gang. Yes. Yeah, so Lady Gang them. has a um umbrella network um under Podcast One and they've brought us in and you know, we're just And lots grateful. of glee people, you guys. I listened to oh, the yeah. episode just recently with Naya and Heather Morris yes. from, from We glee, have Amber Riley and Chris Colfer where uh Jane is coming on, Harry's coming on. I mean you can expect them all obviously right. over time. Over time, it's yeah. Just can really we get hard Naya to get and Leah together. Time. Oh my God! <laughs> would they ever do that together? They want to do that. Good luck. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. Good luck. Sorry, I'm Charlie. So fascinated by that, Jenna. I can't. I don't think it's anything. Is the whole cast friendly with with Leah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Where can people find you on social media? Um, on Instagram mostly. So Jenna Ashkowitz, J E N N A U S H K O W I T Z. And Ugh. Showmance is available everywhere podcasts are, right? Everywhere podcasts are. And the live show, you guys have a live show coming up, right? Yes. Well, August 15th. Um, okay. So I'm not sure if this will... Yeah, this will... Wait, this comes out Monday. What day? It'll be yeah. right before. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this week in New York. So if you're in New York, come and bring your Showmance and hang out with us at Made by We. Jenna, thank you so much for just uh, putting up with all of these silly Greek questions. It was so I much really fun. It's fun it. to jog the memory a little. Thank you so <laughs> thank much. You. Bye-bye. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made 
for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com.